I mean, I've covered my fair share of hurricanes, school shootings, church shootings, horrific tragedies, accidents. That's Megan Alexander. She is a correspondent for the TV news magazine Inside Edition. She says that covering tragic stories is really hard for her. I text my pastor. I text, you know, my spiritual advisors in my life and I say, help me, you know, I'm wrestling with this. I need some encouragement. Um, I'm grateful that I do have a, a close group of friends that are in media that are also Christians. On the nights when the dark lasts a little bit longer When the wind and the storm is a little bit stronger When the fear in my heart digs a little bit deeper much of Megan's career involves telling other people's stories, but you're going to hear her tell her own story on this episode of GPS, God, People, Stories. I'm Jim Kirkland. And I'm Phil Fleischman. Megan Alexander isn't the only one you'll hear talking about the media. You're also going to hear from Billy Graham on the subject. It boggles our minds to think of the power those who produce and control television programs have. We have the message. We have the instrument. I pray to God we have the commitment. For decades, Billy Graham used broadcast media to share the message of Jesus Christ. You can use the digital media to learn more about Jesus and the unshakable hope he's offering to you right now. Just go to this website, findpeacewithgod.net. That's findpeacewithgod.net. Even when the God, people, stories. I would not say that the Christian community was overly supportive just because I think the media world is very unknown to a lot of people. Megan Alexander is talking about her decision as a young Christian woman to pursue a career in entertainment. And so it was really, um, I don't want to say lonely because I certainly felt the support of family and friends, but I will say there weren't a whole lot of opportunities within the faith community to do this type of work. So a lot of times I kind of felt like I was venturing off on my own. It was in high school, a Christian high school in Seattle, when Megan set her heart and mind on a career in media. It was also in high school when Megan made an even more important decision about her life. I would say I claimed my faith for myself in junior high. That was the time when you really decide, okay, is this just something my parents want me to do, or do I really believe this? And that's when you start making important decisions, too. And so I really claimed it for myself in junior high. And I know I can't say the same. I see you making a way. Oh, won't you pull me closer than ever before? Megan's parents thought she might outgrow her interest in entertainment and pursue something, as she puts it, more reasonable. She didn't. So it was me just deciding, no, this is really what I want to do. I felt that God had planted the seed in my heart. And so I, um, early on in high school, just tried to get involved in activities, whether it was making a little radio show, you know, being in the school play, um, anything I could do to kind of be in that world while still, you know, doing sports teams. And I mean, I had a very regular childhood, you know, doing other stuff too. 
From high school, Megan went to a Christian college in Santa Barbara, California. It didn't have a broadcast journalism major, so she majored in political science and did a lot of internships. I interned in Washington, D.C. for a senator and was always very intrigued with how they handled the media. I did a couple days at the BBC in Washington, D.C. and just loved it. Went back to Santa Barbara in college and um, I had a small little radio show on our college radio station. I interned for a country station and my first and the local television station. And then my first paying gig was I was the overnight DJ from midnight to 6 a.m. at a classical radio station in Santa Barbara. And I got that first gig the summer after my senior year in college. So, you know, not super glamorous, but at the same time, it's the same equipment and it was a foot in the door. Right after she graduated from college, Megan took a radio job in Nashville. That led to work on a local TV station, which then helped open the door for a TV reporting job in San Antonio. While she was there, she heard that Inside Edition in New York City was looking for some new reporters. So she talked about it with her agent. And my agent said, you're not their type. You don't stand a chance. (laughs) And I said, let's send my tape anyways. Maybe we'll get some feedback. And so we sent my tape. And 24 hours later, the EP of Inside Edition called my agent and said, I want to fly her to New York. And I flew to New York. And um, the moral of the story there is don't ever give up on your dreams. And when other people discourage you, remember, send the tape anyway, send the resume anyways, email that person anyways, because you never know. And I hit it off with my boss and I've been with the show now for 10 years. When that job offer with Inside Edition was first extended to Megan, though, she and her husband weren't sure if they should take it. They didn't know if they really wanted to leave Texas. We were happy in Texas. We were comfortable. It was a great place to live. And I distinctly remember when I got the offer to move to New York, my husband and I, you know, we're both from Seattle when we were engaged at the time and thinking that we would settle down in Texas. And I remember us praying the prayer, Lord, we don't know what to do. This is an amazing opportunity. Slam the door shut if it's not supposed to happen. And that has been a prayer that I have continued to pray Um, all throughout my career with opportunities. Please slam the door shut. And instead, he blasted it open. And we said, okay, here we go, New York. So it was a prayer to him of, okay, Lord, close the door. Otherwise, we're going to keep going and we trust you. And um, we we continued on. Megan says some of her Christian friends weren't overly excited about her taking the job with Inside Edition. I mean, when they heard Inside Edition, they thought flashy, fast-paced, tabloid, entertainment news magazine show, you know, New York City, national television. They thought, you know, it's going to be a little bit Hollywood in terms of you know, you never know what you're stepping into. And so I think that was another reason that we needed to pray that prayer is you know, a a lot of people said, gosh, are you sure this is what you should do? Do you think you'll be able to maintain your faith? Not only has Megan been able to maintain her faith, she also takes opportunity to share her faith. 
One of her role models is the biblical figure Daniel. He was an Israelite who earned the respect of his Babylonian captors. You know, Daniel was there gaining the favor of the king in the high courts in Babylon. And um, I think of that, you know, in a way as Hollywood and media, you know, very influential. And um, and I look to him and, and he was able to maintain his faith and yet flourish and thrive in that situation. So I look to those people. I try to build relationships and just get to know people where they are. I want them to know me as a good colleague, a hard worker, somebody that'll deliver on deadline. And then inevitably, when you work with people and spend long hours together, you know, that's when you get opportunities to comfort people through personal situations, marriages, divorces, births, tragedies. You know, that's real life stuff. And that's when I've been able to, you know, share my faith and and hopefully comfort people through my faith in those times. It's not just behind the camera that Megan lives out her faith. In front of the camera, she works to glorify God through the stories she reports. I mean, I've covered my fair share of hurricanes, school shootings, church shootings, um, horrific tragedies, accidents. And sometimes the way a community loves each other speaks for itself and it reveals, you know, people's faith. Um, when I covered the um, Sutherland Springs church shooting outside San Antonio, Texas, a couple years ago, I said to the people, I said, you are teaching the rest of the country how to grieve and how to take care of each other. The way they took care of each other was unbelievable. Neighbors stopping what they were doing and just standing in each other's driveways to talk to the media and let them know that people who had relatives that had been, you know, injured in the church shooting just weren't able to talk. The way that that community came together was phenomenal. So I guess I would just say there's such a power in the story. And Jesus was always telling stories, wasn't he? He was always giving us parables. He was always um, giving us, you know, an example of how to live our life. Sometimes the stories that Megan reports stir up spiritual questions for her. I think anytime we cover a school shooting, a church shooting, a hurricane, where we just see people suffer incredible tragedies and devastation, those are those are difficult moments for me. I literally, I text my pastor, I text you know my spiritual advisors in my life, and I and I say, help me, you know, I'm wrestling with this. I need some encouragement. Um, I'm grateful that I do have a a close group of friends that are in media that are also Christians. Um, We actually put together a Bible study in New York to encourage one another. Even though Megan has Christian friends working in media, she'd like to see more believers in the industry. I think at the end of the day, we simply don't have enough people of faith that take their seat at the table. I really believe at the end of the day, we don't have enough people that have hung in there worked those long hours, worked weekends, done the travel, because it's not for the faint of heart, and hung in there and um, tried to just offer up a story idea or a suggestion. There have been countless times where I've raised my hand and offered up a story idea um, where nobody else had even heard of the movie or the book. And it was because I'm, I'm a Christian, and I haven't felt that people ignored me or thought what I said was stupid. I literally think they were like, oh, I've just never heard of that before. So that's my feeling is that we just need more people of faith to hang in there and take their seat at the table. One of the Bible verses that's helped Megan hang in there during the demanding times of her career has been Jeremiah 29, 11. 
I know the plans I have for you, saith the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, to give you a hope and a future. I love that verse because I, I believe God is guiding us. He does have a plan for us. Um, it's it's about the journey, not the destination. And my husband and I have, in our prayer time, said, Lord, may I just be available to whatever you want to teach me in this story or whatever you know type of relationship I'm supposed to have with this person. And he never fails to use every situation and every circumstance to just teach me a little something. And so I just try to be available to God working. And, and that's why, you know, I'd say that verse is probably most important to me because it's so hopeful and it's um, remembering that, that God does have plans for you and He loves you. And so cling to Him and stay close to Him in those times of uncertainty. Megan Alexander believes she's following God's plan for her life. So, the question is posed to you. What about you? Are you following the plan God has in store for you? The specifics of God's plans for each of us are as different as each of our personalities. But His grand plan is the same for everybody. He wants you to surrender your life to Jesus Christ and then to live your life in a way that points other people to Him. We can tell you more about all of that at this website, findpeacewithgod.net. That's findpeacewithgod.net. In just a minute, Megan Alexander shares a few more thoughts about staying true to her faith in Christ while working in the entertainment industry. You're listening to GPS, God, People, Stories, a podcast production of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. It boggles our minds to think of the power those who produce and control television programs have. Billy Graham, accepting a Southern Baptist Communications Award in 1978. One does not have to be a media expert to discern that there's more questionable language, more suggestive narrative, more explicit sex, more violence in some programs than there ought to be. The greatest need in America at this hour is a great spiritual awakening. And those of us here tonight have the ideal tool, broadcasting, to restore the meaning and purpose of life and to bring millions to a commitment to the one who said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. We have the message. We have the instrument. I pray to God we have the commitment. It is my prayer that we will accept the challenge to use with increasing frequency and effectiveness the facilities of radio and television to carry a message which our society, I believe, is hungering for. The search for purpose and meaning in life, which we believe can be found only in Jesus Christ. Are you searching for the purpose and meaning in life which can only be found in Jesus? We can point you in the right direction. Go to this website, findpeacewithgod.net. That's findpeacewithgod.net. With Megan as our guest, we have been talking a lot about media. And uh, when you think about uh, radio in particular, Billy Graham 
is still sharing the message of Jesus Christ on the radio. You can hear him on satellite radio, to be specific. The Billy Graham channel is on Sirius XM channel 460, and it airs messages from Billy Graham 24 hours a day, seven days a week. The Billy Graham channel is available to Sirius XM subscribers through most Sirius XM radios, as well as online and on the Sirius XM app that you can place on your smartphone. You can learn more about subscribing, if you don't already, at our website, BillyGrahamRadio.org. That's BillyGrahamRadio.org. Remember earlier in the episode, Megan Alexander said she doesn't think there are enough Christians working in the media? Well, she's written a book to encourage more young believers to pursue careers in the entertainment industry. So I wrote the book, Faith in the Spotlight, Thriving in Your Career While Staying True to Your Beliefs, really to encourage this next generation on this idea of get involved in media and entertainment because it's so influential. And if it is, then we need Christians to take their seat at the table and be a part of this industry. And so it's my personal experience of how I've navigated being a believer in this industry. I try to share stories, offer practical guidance and feedback. And, um, you know, I just think we're supposed to encourage the next generation. And I know for me, There were often times when I wanted a guidebook. I wanted a book even about being a believer um, in entertainment, and there just aren't a lot of them. And so it was that moment where I said, Lord, I'm supposed to write it. And, And God said, yep, you're supposed to write it. So it's also to encourage parents that you know, if, you're, if your child has this seed planted in their heart, maybe it's exactly what they're supposed to do, and our industry needs good people to come join us. We really appreciate Megan Alexander sharing her insights and experiences on this episode of GPS, God, People, Stories. And we really appreciate you listening. And you know, there are a lot of different ways to listen to GPS, including our website, billygramradio.org. You can share this episode to social media from there, and you can leave comments, something else we really appreciate. Again, that's billygramradio.org. I'm Phil Fleischman. And I'm Jim Kirkland. GPS God People Stories. It's an outreach of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. Always good news. Always good news.